Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 273 of Potato Thumbs Podcast. Uh, tonight, we have my co-host with me because he's the other host, and that's what co-host means in English, Admiral Nips. Hello, how's it going? I, I mean, it's great, man. We already have uh, an educational lesson out of the way on this podcast. And Basically free on the rest of the night, then. Yeah, I mean, like we've done our we've done our contribution to society, and I think we're good at this point. Yeah, yeah, I like that about uh, you. I suppose I should introduce our guest too. Do you think this is that like a thing that we do? I think so. Yeah, it's a good idea. Okay, uh, tonight, first time on the show, Native Raider. How are you doing, man? I'm doing great. Thank you guys for inviting me to this. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, man. Well, you know, um, I believe that the three of us are maining titans this season, so it just seems fitting that we all get together tonight and talk about how awesome they are. Yeah, absolutely. And titan is the best, without a doubt. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Derek, you have made all three classes this season for weeks uh-huh. at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it totally depends on the week. I almost played Warlock tonight, actually, and then I went back to my Titan. Uh, and I'm sure, I'm sure, once the G Falcon comes back, if it's not too nerfed, and I can still uh, voop, um, I will be swapping to that too. But for now, uh, I think the uh, I, I ended up going Void Titan about halfway through the night instead of Arc, and uh, it was uh, it was feeling good to have that Overshield again. Uh, we'll we'll see where it goes from there, but um, let's play that intro music. Potato, potato, thumbs podcast. Potato, potato, thumbs podcast. It's fluffy and the admiral playing. Okay. Uh, so, Native, welcome, dude. How are you doing today? I'm great. Got off work a few hours ago and yeah, I was excited about this, to be honest. Working on another build and just doing my thing. So, um, are you, uh, I guess, let's just talk about that right away. Um, so, you have a YouTube channel. I do, yeah. It's it's recent, man. I'm I'm still learning, trying to make it better and better with each video. But yeah, just for the past couple months. Yeah, I know. I've seen your videos, man. They were, I mean, even even your video. God, that was that had to have been a month ago or so. You posted one in Discord that I checked out, and um, I thought it was good. So I think you're already off to a pretty good start, man. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh. Yeah. So, um, so initially when you started it, had you planned on doing like, was there an initial plan like with your theme? Cause I kind of know where you're at now, but like, did it change after you started doing videos? Like, like how how you want to do a channel? Yeah. So I know I wanted to do a gaming channel and I was trying to figure out exactly which game I wanted to do. And since I just recently hopped back into destiny two, I was like, you know what, this actually seems like the, the perfect game for it because they're always changing things. I feel like there's always something for a content creator to actually, you know, talk about or, you know, show. So sure. I was like, man, I think this is the one. And then 
I started doing that and I was like all over the place, like trying to figure out, oh, maybe I should read things from the TWAB or, you know, do a TWAB video. And then I was like, man, there's like a million of those already. Like, that's, <laughs> that's not, that's not good. I don't like that. And I was like, well, uh, let me, let me try like, you know, this or tips or, you know, just like different things. Like I started doing, uh, the, the story missions from last season, like for yeah. each week, I would sit there and run through it and, you know, try to find, show everybody where the callous bobbleheads are and stuff like that. But it, it was just like, I need something more me, you know? And I was right, like, right. let me try just doing some build videos. Cause I started learning the build crafting thing and I was enjoying it. And just the analytical process that you got to go through to try to figure out what matches, what, what feeds, what, and yeah, that's what I ended up going with. And I do plan on, you know, being a little bit more broad, but for now I just been enjoying this and, it looks like people have been enjoying the videos too, so I'm gonna I'm gonna keep at it. Hell yeah, dude! It does um, feel like people have been enjoying them. Uh, from the ones I've watched too, they've. I think you're like, I would say for a new thing, it's a really you've done a really good job of uh, just basically being able to get your setup right right away. I think that's the hardest part, right? Like if we watched Gator's old ones. I'm giving Gator a hard time because he's you know a good guy, but his those original ones were not so clean off the off the rip but now they're fantastic yeah no gators yeah this is looking real good we, we we've talked about that before like on the gdc podcast and then also just you know in, in chat and whatnot but yeah no this is looking real good so how do people find you by the way on youtube before we go too far into the show if they're looking for <laughs> you on uh youtube how are they going to find you it should be able to just search uh my name native raider that's n8iv space r8r I know it could be a pain sometimes on, you know, cell phones probably or something like that. But yeah, that's that's the best way, I believe. Awesome. And um, you should post uh, videos when you upload them, too. I need to update our, our page that said Twitch. I need to update that to just put streaming videos. Um, but that way, people people know when you have new ones out there, too, while you're while you're building the fan base and stuff, man, you definitely definitely feel free to be sharing those so people can check them out. Okay. Yeah, for sure. I will. Thank you. Like, I, I don't like to just jump into somebody's discord. I'm, I'm new to all three of these discords. I started with GDC. And yeah. even then I was like, I don't know if I should be posting this. I don't want it. You know what I mean? I'm not here to just, just to, you know, broadcast my, my content. I'm here for the community too. Like it, it's been so much fun. So I don't like to sit there and just, oh, I, I joined your discord now. Can I use it as a platform? You know what I mean? Right. Yes, you can. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's what we're here for. <laughs> I uh, appreciate it. I, I will definitely start doing that. Um, yeah, man. So, um, so we kind of hinted at it a little bit, but uh, you're starting out focusing on Titans. Um, do you think you're just going to run with that until you feel like you've done all the Titan videos you can for the season and then start expanding? Or are you just going to try and keep true to Titans as much as possible? I think I'm going to keep true to Titans. Like I, I sat there and, when I was trying to figure out, you know, what my niche is going to be, I was like, okay, I'm going to just do Titan. And then a week later, I was like, man, I'm, I feel like I'm cutting like, you know, two thirds out of the game. So I started building a hunter and a warlock and I absolutely hated it. And I was like, nope, delete, delete. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, I'm going to just stay with this. I don't have that kind of material or time to grind material to be do because it costs so much material to try to do all these builds, like yeah. reallocating everything and changing your armor types and all that kind of stuff. So I'm going to stick true to Titan with the builds. And I think that that's a good thing as far as like, uh, because this game just constantly changes, you know, I mean, 
the twab from today i'm sure you guys have already read it it's yep. there's a lot of changes coming that's going to make a lot of things different and interesting so yeah i'll, I'll stick yeah. to this and i'll do little little side videos i did you know a couple little youtube shorts like when i i did a one a couple weeks ago i think it was and i it was just a short of me getting my uh, uh the, the trials uh, ghost i finally got horace shell oh yeah which nice. awesome i was so happy that's awesome so you're i mean you're not a full-time content creator right so you've got other jobs going on so focusing on a single character might be the best way to get the best bang for your buck i would imagine yes sir yeah absolutely i work full-time with our commute each way oof and a family of course to try to spend time with and a couple dogs oof no i'm just kidding (laughs) it's a busy yeah it is it is man i I know like i know that feeling like i i have two or three nights a week that i get get to game so i always try and plan them out and make sure I'm doing something and occasionally other stuff pops up, but yeah, between work and, and family. And then when you add in that commute too, like I've been lucky, like pre COVID I had about an hour commute. Well, it was dependent on weather, right. Is, and what time I left, like it could be anywhere from 25 minutes to over an hour. Like, and, and there's like in the, in the area that I live, like there's a small window, right? So if you leave early enough, you beat like the majority of traffic uh, yeah. and you can go a little bit faster, but man, you, you sleep that extra 15 minutes and get up with everyone else. And it's like, <laughs> Oh shit, that just doubled. <laughs> right. that, that, that snooze button will get you. huh? Yeah. Yep. Yep. So uh, that's cool. I was going to ask, uh, since you're a Titan and it feels like, uh, everybody has been loving arc Titan this season. Uh, have you been all aboard the arc train as well, or have you been playing with all of the different elements this season? I've been, of course, when it first dropped, I was all over it and I was trying to figure out, okay, what could I do with this? How can I synergize this with this and different mods and, you know, elemental well makers to make things come back faster. I mean, the, yeah, all that kind of good stuff. I, so I did experiment it and play with it a lot, made a couple builds and it was, it was fun. I mean, that, that storm grenade with, uh, with your aspect as well, the touch of thunder, and then throw on the fragment to make it last longer. It's vicious. Yeah, it's and pretty broken. Thunderclap is actually pretty good too once you figure out how to kind of use it, you know, in the right yep, right yep. right gaming sense. It it could be really nice. I I've uh been running the Thunderclap Stormnade build in PvE a lot this week. And um and Ada finally sold two mods that I haven't had in a while, which was Bountiful Wells, and there was another one. Seeking, um, I thought you said. No, Ele- Seeking Ele- I had. There. Elemental Time Dilation, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were the two I was waiting for as well. <laughs> yeah, and dude, just the difference that... I haven't played with the Time Dilation one as much yet, but just the difference that Bountiful Wells makes uh, on the builds and getting your stuff back is crazy. Yeah, I, um, I can't wait to experiment with that one because it, I, all the time in my comments is like, oh, you should be using, you know, Bountiful Wells. It's like, man, I would love to, but I don't have it. <laughs> like, believe me, I'm tracking what it does. It's just I don't have it, and now I do, so I can't wait. On um on Reset, so Reset on Wednesday up until this morning, um, the Master Nightfall had a grenade modifier. And so running the Master Nightfall with that build with Thunderclap and Storm Nades and then the dash, um, you basically had nades up the entire time. And every time you dashed, like it, it 
recharge your nades. So like I was running through that that um that nightfall and it was just like dash throw nade, dash throw nade. And you could clear all the rooms to the boss just sitting back and tossing nades. And then you could get to the boss room and like you could literally just do laps around the outside of the room and just toss nades. Like toss a nade, run to the other side of the pillar, toss the next nade, and just go around and just fill the entire room with storm clouds. It was it was pretty fun, man. It was it was definitely yeah, definitely, definitely very pro Titan mods. Yeah, that's what I love about Titans. We just do crazy stuff, you know, punching people and throwing things nonstop. It's well, who needs a weapon? <laughs> Not me. Yeah, it, just, it definitely felt that way. Um, but it also kind of hurt when the when the modifier changed over because we were running one and like we picked up we lost a third we picked up a third on LFG jumped back in and I didn't realize modifiers had changed so I like threw a nade and it didn't come back in one second and I was like oh back to reality <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about because I think that was yesterday's modifier for yeah uh, yeah because I was doing just you know my pinnacle grind and I it was the Vanguard playlist they had it in there and I was messing around with stasis so i'm starting to finally get my stasis fragments i got like a few more to get i've been okay. avoiding stasis for the longest time i didn't want to touch it i couldn't stand it i couldn't stand getting killed by it even more but like finally i, I need to you know that yeah. i want to make a video about it so yesterday i just jumped in i didn't even look at the modifiers because it's it's whatever it's just a you know vanguard's playlist it's it's quick easy and I was like, man, I'm getting these dust field grenades like nonstop. Like, well, <laughs> did I accidentally find something cool here? And then, yeah, I realized it was just a, it was the modifier. I was like, damn. Yeah, yeah. Our good buddy uh, from the show, Marky Mark, mains uh, Stasis Titan in PvP. And uh, he is quite deadly with it, man. So I'm excited to see what kind of builds you come up with, you know, for it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me and him, we we played a trials one night. We did a, uh, I think maybe a couple cards. Okay. Mike yeah. Yeah. Ah, it was cool. He's 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 on it. No, yeah, he's, I think he's a good very people. good player and very good people. He just has a little bit of a rage problem while playing trials from time to time. He seemed pretty as cool we all me, do. So. <laughs> <laughs> seemed pretty good to me, and I mean, I. I was actually pretty tipsy by the time that we started playing. <laughs> so I know my shot was off and I was like, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's okay. He plays with me on a regular basis. So he's used to, uh, he's you used know. to people sandbagging the, the score. <laughs> 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 oh, that's cool, man. Um, so what, what like, what inspired you to run with the YouTube thing? I just wanted to give it a shot. Like I like trying different things and especially something that can, uh, you know, potentially make you some, some side money or, you know, quit my hour commute every day. And I was like, man, this is something fun. This is something that like takes kind of like analytical thinking when it comes to gaming, you know, yeah. and also like it's creative and I always like doing something creative. So I was like, man, let me just give this a shot try it out. That's awesome, man. Good for you. That's cool. That's super cool. Uh, thank you. Um, yeah, I'm hoping, I'm hoping when I, uh, upgrade this PC, maybe in the next year or so I can, uh, start streaming again. I'm kind of getting that itch. I used to stream a lot and then we started podcasting and I did it less and less, but I think it'd be nice to just get back into that. So yeah, it's fun, to, fun to do that stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I haven't got too much in the stream. I was streaming with some buddies like a couple weeks ago, 
but I mean, mm-hmm. I don't have anything on Twitch or followers. I just created the account. Basically we had a good time, but yeah, yeah it's something that I want to look forward to eventually down the road, but obviously on the YouTube platform. Yeah. 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 I, I started streaming Twitch way back in the day when I was on Xbox because uh, it was a way to record my games and then go back and watch my mistakes and try and be a better player. That's yeah. That's one of the best ways for sure. Um, so. It feels like it's basically the only real way to see the results you're looking for. Yeah. Put the time in and review what you're doing to feel better about yourself in the end. Well, one one problem that I have a lot too is like I always I just jump into matches. I mean, unless we're playing trials or like really trying to win in comp or something, like most of my matches I jump into I use as like practice, right? And so like I'll make stupid plays just to see if I can pull it off, you know, if that makes sense, you know? So like where I know it's not a smart idea to push around the corner, I'm going to try and push around the corner and get the kill anyways because it's fun to to play the <laughs> yeah. odds. So don't ever tell Fluffy the odds. The, the, the hero <laughs> plays. Because <laughs> he won't understand them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh shit. Man. no well i mean we just played private matches tonight right and there were mm-hmm. a fair number of times where i also did not uh play the odds quite properly but uh still had just a absolute shit ton of fun doing that stuff uh it was goofy how much how many awesome moments there were when we were playing i feel like um open mics are a lot of fun because you can trash talk but i also feel like i play less um precise yeah Yeah, because i'm i'm like the team just kind of fans out more like there's less like playing together i think uh when the mics are open like that because you're not doing like call outs you're not telling someone you're following them like all that stuff that normally happens so i think i think that atmosphere opens up like more of a rumble mindset than a threes mindset for me um so I, I like catch myself like, oh no, follow your teammate. Like, don't just don't just hold forward. <laughs> oh yeah, no, our, our scrims definitely encourage bad plays versus like the GDC ones, which are people trying to improve and get better. Where we're like, yeah. you know what? Come fuck around for an hour, make some clips, have a few laughs. Uh, maybe you'll learn something, but it's not exactly get you to be the best version of yourself. And that's that's always fun to do too. You got to have fun in this game. Yeah, yeah, so I think that's Go huge. crazy. Yep. Well, that's cool, man. So, um, do you find yourself playing mainly Destiny 2 at this point, or you got some other games that you're also playing? Uh, really just Destiny 2. Like, I, I did play a lot of Overwatch 1, and I last night I actually installed it finally. Um, oh, nice. Over, Overwatch 2. Um, but I've heard of all the bugs, because my son loves that game, so... Uh, he's like, yeah, it's 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 a mess right now, and I was like, yeah, okay, well, I, I waited like a couple weeks. I downloaded it, and we'll see. I'll probably jump on there. I don't know, whenever I have time, maybe this weekend or something like that, just to check it out. But I did put a lot of hours into that game. Nice. I I enjoy Overwatch. I think it's a fun game. I watched um, TJ and I think it was TJ Stormy and Wolf maybe play Overwatch 2 when it came out or the day after it came out or something. I didn't I didn't notice too many bugs, but it's definitely interesting watching them. Um, but I thought it was funny because they wanted to go play comp and you have to play 50. No, you have to win 50 quick play matches before you can step into comp. Oh, OK. 
even with like, with your old account transferring over i don't think with the old account transferring over because i don't think tj had to but okay. maybe i'm wrong um yeah, but so i'm sure either but it was something ridiculous like that i heard somebody very annoyed about that the other day yeah i think they had three wins for the night and he went to check and it's not 50 games it's 50 wins and i'm like dude that's that's as lot. someone who likes yeah i like i like overwatch but that's that's fucking a lot of hours I think you had to, I think you had to reach a level twenty five in the first game in order to touch comp in general. So it probably rounds about the same because reach twenty five was kind of a grind. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I remember, I remember grinding for that so I could play comp. Um, and I don't think I, I think I fell off very quickly after I got to that level. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you main, or both of you guys did? Did you play it as well, Admiral? I've never played. Uh, I've never played Overwatch, but I only got the PC like in the beginning of this year, and I had nowhere to play it on console. And uh, by the time I got a PC, it was like eh, game sort of dying. Only TJ's playing it. Yeah, no, it was definitely dead for a while. It's because they kept pushing it back, pushing it back, pushing it back for something that honestly just looks like a a, a big like a Destiny Two <laughs> DLC. Yeah, like it literally just seems like that. Um, what when I play so, Overwatch uh, one point five more than Overwatch two. Yeah. yeah. When I when I played, I played when it first came out, and then I took a break, and then it was on sale for like twenty bucks on Steam, and one of my coworkers bought it for me. So then I put it on PC because he played PC all the time. He wants someone else to play with, and um. So I played through a couple different metas, I think is where I'm going with this. Um, but I do enjoy playing healer. Uh, so I definitely, you know, when Mercy was good, when Lucio was good, when um, Zenyatta was good, I, I, you know, depending on who the better healer was, that's who I was playing. Um, I, so I did that a lot. I, I, I got into those. I mean, I definitely played some other characters, but I found I was definitely best at support and like trying to keep people alive. I got really good with Zen for a while. Like I put in, I mean, I say really good. I put in a couple weeks, you know, and then I ended up going back to D2, but. <laughs> As we always do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah so, Zen could be nasty with the right hands for sure. Yeah. And, and this was the meta where he was the, it was between him and Mercy. So I think it was right before Lucio got was meta like with the wall riding and all that stuff that people were doing, um, which was still pretty early on in Overwatch 1, I feel like. I, I mean, I don't know. It could have even been a year or two in. <laughs> yeah, I, they, I mean, they switched the whole thing up. They went from metas to metas to metas, similar to how Destiny does with weapons and classes yeah. and stuff like that. I, I mean, they, they went to... There was one meta that they hit where it was, I, I believe it was four tanks and two healers. I, I can't remember the name of the meta, but that was, I mean... DPS were just nothing anymore. Like they just ran four tanks, two healers, here support classes, and that was it. And then they ended up switching it up with an update, making it mandatory to have you know two, two and two. And then they switched it to yeah. So it it completely changed. They try to disrupt the metas, basically. Yeah, I, you know what though, it's good. It makes people play different things. Like as much as I as much as I dislike it when Bungie nerfs a weapon that I I very much click with. Um, I do appreciate playing different weapons, you know, and not just playing the same fusion rifle my entire eight years of destiny. 
So yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. The only thing that sucked about it in Overwatch was that it made it to where it took so long to get matches. Like if oh, you're trying yeah. to play DPS, that everybody wants to play DPS, so you're put into that one pool of DPS and waiting for two healers, two tanks, and you know, yeah, that was that was the rough part about it. I mean, you'd wait for a game on average before it started to really die, like ten minutes. Whew. Yeah, in comp, in comp, in comp, not quick play. I only yeah, played comp. But still, like that's that's it's a long time, man. Yeah. Makes it hard. Especially if you only have like a half hour to play. Yeah, you know, or like <laughs> that's not the it, game for you. <laughs> yeah, like if you know, well, like I mean, you got a family, man. You know, like sometimes it's like you find yourself with the free like half hour or hour, you know, where you weren't expecting to like have time to game, and you're like, okay, I just want to jump in quick. Um, Good luck with seem- that. <laughs> yeah, it always seems like when that happens to me with Destiny, like I have a friend on, and I'm like, oh, you want to play PvP? I got time for like three matches, and they're like, yeah, sure. Let me run to the tower real quick. And then like 15 minutes later, they're ready. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> OK, I'll play my one game and get off, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I did take a shitload of notes about the TWAB, so we should definitely definitely talk about that tonight, especially, you know, with you doing builds and stuff like that. I think it'd be fun to to chat about. Um, Let's see what else. Where are you located? I'm in Southern California. In the nice. high desert, specifically, like basically the halfway point between LA and Vegas. Oh, okay, okay. So Palm Springs, Indian Wells, yes, out there. <laughs> um, yeah, more uh, to the north, so like uh, Barstow, Victorville area. I'm like in between those okay. two, and it, it's a little community out here. Yeah. Ooh. We got really it- low on gas in Barstow on our drive from LA to Vegas one time. I was like, I was looking at the guy driving, and I'm like. If you motherfucker run out of gas here on these uh, roads, I'm going to be so pissed off because it is not nice outside to be trying to wait for yeah. somebody to come around. Have you have you been in California your whole life? Yeah, I was pretty much born and raised in L.A. Oh, and nice. Okay. Yeah, I just moved up to the high desert um, after I got out of the army because that was my last duty station. Oh, okay kind of fell in love with the area or what i it, it was just a great job opportunity like oh, still okay. on base yeah. working you know with the army and the military and everything like that so i i kind of jumped on it yeah man yeah you gotta take those when you can right yep um my uh my sister-in-law uh, retired from the army three years ago maybe um but yeah she got she she got stationed at some pretty rad places all over um, like Germany and stuff like that. They had her go to Venezuela for a while. Um, a couple other places. Yeah, that's awesome. Congrats to her. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, it's a long time to yeah. uh, to put in to retire, but if you can do it, it's worth it. Yeah, in Germany, I, that was actually my first duty station, and I loved it. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. she really loved it. My um. My brother-in-law really loved it, too, because he had a, a Ranger over over there, like an old school Ranger over. And uh, he's like, it was great. He's, you know, because he's a Kentucky boy, so it wasn't like anything fancy. Like this is, a, you know, an old beat up Ranger over. But he's like, dude, it could get through anything. He's like, winter didn't matter. <laughs> it's going through yeah. it. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. So 
Um, sweet. Anything else, Rob? No, I think that's pretty good. I guess what got you into these communities, you know, the whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it, the Owl Sector Alliance, because we know you were on GDC. Um, but what uh, what brought you over to this part of the world? It was uh, the podcasts. I just honestly, like I think it was Rodimus Prime was was saying the same thing. Um, I was I was like I'm curious if I had you know I have my long commute at work and it was the off season. It was before you know the Raiders started playing, so I didn't have really too much uh, content to listen to. So I was like, you know, let me see about this game. I'm I'm getting more into it. Let me see if there's a podcast about this. And sure enough, I I saw the one that everybody sees, Two Titans and a Hunter. And <laughs> I listened to like maybe an episode, maybe half an episode, and then I was like, oh, that's cool. Not really me. So I, I started searching some other ones, and then that's where I saw GDC, and uh, they talked about you know, their what they call shameless plugs, and uh, you know, join the Discord. We got a clan, blah blah blah, and all that. I was like. Why not? Let me give it a shot because I really was just running myself sometimes with my son and his buddies. But all yeah. my buddies that used to play this that were the ones that got me into this game are already off doing other games. And now they're f- I'm actually bringing them back into it. <laughs> but it was nice like to have a community of people that, that are super cool, super chill and, you know, to, to run run raids with and, and whatever. Yeah, it is nice. I, Destiny definitely seems to have that effect with uh, with people like you know, they'll go play other games, take a break and come back in a few months um, for for quite a few. Like even Dex, Dex was playing playing games with us tonight. He said Klopso is coming back too. you know, these are guys that had uninstalled the game seven, eight months ago. And now they're like, oh, yeah, private matches. That sounds like fun. Yeah, I could get back into this. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's it's you definitely see that that back and forth flow with friends for sure. Yeah, my two good buddies that I play with, uh, one of them was an army with me as well, and they uh, they were the one that to get me into the game. And mm-hmm. we played Red War, and we did like one Leviathan, like you know, thing. And then we we're more on the, the the PvP side, so doing trials runs and stuff like that. Yeah. And then they they dipped, you know, and that was it. They were done with this game, and I was like, cool, let's go back to COD. I'm, I, I don't, I really don't <laughs> feel this game to be honest. And yeah, and it was my son that actually was the first one to tell me about it. Dad, you know, download Destiny 2. It's 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 changed. It's different. Like just download it. Like the controllers because I play on Xbox, so the can like I hated the sensitivity. Like the slow sensitivity oh, yeah. killed me in this game, yep. especially coming from Call of Duty where I was always max sensitivity on everything. So I was just like, I, I don't know. And he's like, he was telling me about it a little bit, and then I saw that there was a battle pass, and I was like, definitely not coming back to this. Like, I don't do battle passes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was that, that old school mindset, but now every game's gonna have them, so I just accept it. And it's actually not bad in this game. I actually kind of enjoy it. But yeah, that that's what brought me back in was actually my son telling me to download it over and over again. That's cool. I I um I will say that I think that their pay structure is much better than it used to be. Um. I think when they left Activision, it definitely got more affordable. Like, because they were, you don't think so, Rob? I'm not even Did sure. You? I mean, I just bought everything whenever it comes out. Anyways, it's like because I haven't even thought about it. So you could very well be right. I just yeah, because I feel it wasn't like the, absolutely noticeable to me in either direction. So the you game just, like, was like money. yeah, basically. yeah, the, yeah. I, I mean, I was painted too, but I, I think I feel like the game was like you know the the legendary edition of the game or deluxe edition or whatever whatever they tag it as 
uh, a step below the collector edition was typically between 80 and 100 bucks. But then the seasons and the DLCs were like 30 to 40. Oh, wow. Um, and, and so then they left Activision and it was the game is still around 80 to 100 bucks, but then seasons are 10 bucks. Yeah, but I thought there was only like we didn't have the multiple season thing with Activision, right? It was just a DLC a year and then there were content releases that I didn't know. Yeah, I mean, there was dry spells, so it's hard. There wasn't a, a good schedule, right? Because there was like ebbs and flows for content. But I feel like I feel like they tried like on the on the on the productive years, they would push the game and then a DLC or two right before the next one. Yeah, maybe it's very possible. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Particularly remember. Yeah, I know. It was like eight years ago. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I appreciate the ten dollars season. I think that that's a good, good approach. You know. Yeah, I agree. Especially for the stories you get out of it, and that's what I've been enjoying is the storyline of the seasons. Like just yeah. getting to learn the lore because. I barely played Destiny One, so I, I've had to watch YouTube videos, you know, where it has the whole lore ex- explanation on everything that I have never played before, all the you know, <laughs> prior to Red War, basically. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. So I do appreciate the lore in these, and then now they got new weapons and new. It's definitely well worth the ten dollars, in my opinion. Yeah, we did. So we didn't cover the TWAB last week, which was huge. Um, but I was listening to GDC today. And I think they said something like they're touching like 25 exotics for next season for reworking. 26, in fact, yeah. 26? Yeah, man, dude. That's fantastic. I'm excited about that. Be a good meta switch. I I can't wait for it. Because, I mean, like I said, that's why I love this game and that's why I chose this one to do YouTube videos. Because, I mean, imagine what that's going to change and what I can try to put together now with the changes that, that that's going to be get put in place. If I'm being well, honest, the thing that I'm most excited about for next season is there isn't a focus on a subclass. So I'm intrigued to see what they're going to do with the mods, the uh, seasonal mods. There next is, a, there's a new subclass next season. Stream. No, well, is that, that'll be next year. I thought that was next with year. Lightfall. Yeah. Lightfall. Oh, that's with Lightfall. Yeah. Oh, that, that, cause a new season starts in like a month, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. Like You're that. right. I was thinking I was thinking that that comes uh, in November, but that comes in February, doesn't it? Correct. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, so I'm okay. intrigued to see what they do, because like, obviously we found the last three seasons. It's like, OK, well, you're getting paid off to run this particular subclass because look at these cool seasonal mods that you yeah. put together and stuff like that. So next season, when we don't have any specific like force on it what are we going to end up getting is it going to be is it going to be like well you can take two of these mods and build something cool on a subclass or they're going to be like options to go across stuff and I'm, I'm intrigued to see how they play it out so that hopefully that one's more exciting to me than even the gun changes yeah some universal would be super cool i think yeah um, absolutely I, I, and with this like like you're saying like how arc 3.0 point, arc 3.0 came out and you see all the the artifact mods are all arc for the most part, but there is yeah. one that I was like, oh wait, I, did I glance by this? Did I read that right? But the Infernal Whip, did you guys see that one? Yeah, Infernal um, Whip's been one that's been around before. I feel like it was nice to see that though and bring that back with something that like because everything's arc and now we got a solar one for mods and you know a bonk hammer titan that's 
a dream come true with what you can synergize that with too. Yep. Throwing knife, uh, Hunter as well was a real nice one for that. Yeah. But yeah, that was, that's a fun one. So like, I, I assume there'll be stuff like that, like old favorites, if you will, but I'll be intrigued to see what they actually are. I would really love it if they would just put uh, three mods out there, one that says barrier, one that says overload, and one that says uh, unstoppable, and you can just run any weapon. <laughs> that would be <laughs> ideal. I'd really like that. That would uh, be great. I don't, I don't always love running hard content with a bow and a sniper. Um, no, I know. I know. Whatever. There are other options for both of those. Yeah, yeah, I know. I've done a lot of, lot of auto... I was lazy to put lament on and use that because it was still on my uh, still on my character from when we ran uh, deep stone the other day. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I need anti barrier. Oh, lament's got it automatically. I'll just throw that on and use that as my anti barrier thing. I didn't even know lament had an anti barrier. That's funny. Yeah, with one of its uh, like intrinsics is anti barrier. Um. Well, I'm excited for the comp rework either way. Hopefully, that will be good. Well, we're kind of talking D2, so maybe we jump into some of these uh, some of these patch notes and TWAB and stuff, yeah. I will say a uh, shout-out to Bungie for the best patch notes ever. Yeah, uh, they're, yeah the uh, this is a test, please ignore. Seriously, trust us. There's nothing added. It was That was great. I really, really appreciated that those hotfix notes. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Uh, let's see. So, TWAB, you guys ready for this? Yes, yeah, sir. Hear. Okay, Festival of the Lost starts next week. Max, you guys see the pictures of them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. You know I've never been a huge cosmetics person, so. Yeah. Cool. If I get them, I get them, but I'm not going to be out there trying to get them or anything like that. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm obviously only looking at the Titan one, and it's 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 kind of whatever. Uh, the headpiece yeah. might be kind of cool. I mean, I see with certain shaders, it might look awesome, but I, the only thing that I'm looking at really is that headpiece. Well, and it's the Titan. You know, the funny thing about the Titan one is like it looks so much like uh so much of the other Titan gear. Yeah, you know, so it's just kind of like uh okay. Um, the, uh, the hunter one definitely gives me Voltron vibes. I can see that. Yeah. Let's see what else, uh, destination material update. Uh, so they want to simplify the economy. So they're getting rid of destination materials. Um, for every 20 stacks of materials you have, Rahul will give you 5k glimmer as a trade in. You have less than 20 stacks. They give you a 250 per material. Um, they're also doing away with dark fragments um, and just the different like materials that came from past seasons for Glimmer Exchange. Very excited um, about that. Yeah, I'm okay with having less stuff in my inventory for material exchanges. That's nice. Um, well, just like when I go to that page, right, I'm always like, at best, I have three slots open. Yeah. Yep. It's like, 
okay, well, I'm not getting rid of any of this other crap because I just – and so now if you're giving me something else that I have to track, I'm just running out of space. Yeah, and it, it, I, I totally feel that because, like, when I when I came back to it uh, after not playing it for a couple of years, um, I was, like, looking through my inventory and I was, you know, scrolling over each one. It's like, you know, it, I forget what the message says, but basically it's depreciated and it doesn't doesn't mean anything, safely discard or whatever. And I was like, nah, I feel like for some reason I want to keep it. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I, was sh- I was showing my son and he's like, dad, you don't need it. Like, get rid of it. It's just taking up space. I was like, ah, I, I probably still have some in there. That's from the beginning of D2. I think the only one that I have that I feel like I could safely discard, but it doesn't actually say you can safely discard is the toothbrush. Um that we got a couple years ago for Festival of the Lost. So mm-hmm. with Festival of the Lost coming back around, I still have that toothbrush just hanging out waiting for me. So should it be I done? S- but like, but that's like literally the only thing that I think I could throw away and get rid of and be fine. And I'm still full up. Everything else is like a legit thing. I am sitting on seven rice cakes, and I still have 20, scouting. 30. I still have scouting reports for Nessus and the EDZ. I think I just deleted those last week, the scouting reports. (laughs) I was looking around mine just now, too, to see if there's anything. I still have uh, tickets to Impossible Destinations. I have, yeah, I have have the Impossible Appliance certificate. Yeah, I got that, too. Those are gone for me, but I have have four different, all four tiers of uh, the uh, Well of... Sorrow, yeah, the blind well. Yeah, I do too. Yep. Yeah, I haven't touched those in a long time, but I have max stacks of those too. That's Uh funny. My tinctures, in case I need to go running around the. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? Uh, yeah, I know. I I realize I'm down to twelve raid banners. Uh oh, better go stock up on those. I'm glad that I'm not the only one that keeps that stuff, guys. Um, they did put a note in there that heroic public events, uh, you can expect to earn 10 K to 12.5 K now in glimmer. So they're taking away, they're taking away, I guess these mats and stuff, um, that people used to use for glimmer exchange. I didn't even know that people used to do that. Um, and so now you can run public events, I guess, if you don't want to buy glimmer with legendary shards. Yeah, I think that's pretty good too. I mean, 10k for a quick heroic, like yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, like that's probably going to be the new grind. Yeah, I think you can. I mean, if you're if you're smart about it, you can you can flip heroics pretty fast too. Um, the one that's on the beach in uh, the EDZ, but it's always coming in and always really easy. Is yeah. that Winding Cove? Yeah, it's Winding Cove. That's the name. Yeah. Of it. Yep, that one's that one's really nice to jump into. Okay, let's talk about weapons. Uh, so I copied this whole thing. I thought this was worth talking about. So they said one note before we get started. When we say ease of use, we usually mean one or a combination of the following things. Stability, aim assist, recoil direction, body shot time to kill, or optimal time to kill crit percentage, which is requiring a weapon uh, requiring a weapon that requires... 100% critical shots to achieve optimal TTK is lower ease of use than a weapon requiring 50% critical shots to get optimal um, 
is higher is higher end. Yeah. So just saying less critical right. shots required for for optimal TTK is higher ease of use. Got it. Um. So anyways, so that when they say ease of use, they're talking about stability, aim assist, recoil direction, and how many body shots are required for optimal TTK. So auto rifles, uh, they're going to lean heavily into the increase of use, uh, making them feel better to shoot within their optimal ranges. So they're buffing stability. Uh, in general, um, the effects of stability stat roll um, on recoil will be re reduced by about 20% at the high end. Uh, and then precision, precision frames are getting an increase to their crit damage multiplier from 1.5 to 1.55, which keeps the TTK the same, but allows for more body shot damage. What do you guys think about auto rifles? Um, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, for me, it's like the, the basically having when you get to trials... Also, them calling trials and game PvP is also amusing to me with how much people have bitched back and forth about what trials is supposed to be uh, in the Twitter sphere. But, but yeah, basically, once you get to people who are hardcore PvP people, half of the people who are using auto rifles are just like, no, nah, that's not for me. I'm out. So I, I think that, yeah, adding in stability is good and making it so that you can hit a few more bodies. Although, I don't know. I feel like with auto rifles, you're either on the head or you're not. So I don't know how much it's actually going to help you out with, uh, you know, unless you're really bouncing all over the place between body and head. But I feel like you're going up with an auto rifle, usually off the head instead of, unless you're saying you're lucking from body into head. But long story short, I think they could use some help. So it's good. As for me, I mean, I think, I don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's really going to change much with the auto rifles in in trials or comp. Like no. I just don't, I don't think that's enough. But I understand they don't want the Uriel's gift meta back, which yep. was is probably still one of my favorite weapons Ooh, in the game. Boring for me. I love Uriel's gift, but um, I can understand why they don't want it to be a, just a completely oppressive weapon uh, archetype. You know, so. I just still don't think you're going to with pulse rifles as strong as they are. And I know we're going to probably get to that later, but um, I still don't think they're going to be viable for the most part. Few yeah, outliers. I'm, I mean, the problem with the autos is you have to maintain light, uh, uh, like a sight lane, right? Like you, hmm. you lose out to weapons that can peak shoot like a hand cannon because they can dip into cover and mess up your TTK and then pop back out and they still have their TTK. So like they are a little bit higher, harder to use, or you see less of them at the high end just for reasons like that, I guess. Yeah. And I also think that they're actually more auto rifles in general, I think are more meant for, you know, your, your entry level, uh, newcomer type player, you know, cause they're, the ease of use is already pretty easy. I feel, yeah. you know, <laughs> as opposed to, you know, the two that beat them, whether that's closer with a, you know, a sub or uh, at longer distances with a, a pulse. I feel like yeah. they're that in between that that is easier. But those two other, you know, types of weapon will is going to beat you out more times than not. Yeah, I mean, you know, if, if you have a good Shariah's or a good funnel web or you're running Teraba, like you can you can melt an auto rifle. You can challenge an auto rifle at some pretty good distances. So, yep, agreed. 
Uh, bows are getting touched. Uh, they're basically making it harder to blint people. Yep. So okay I'm okay with, with that. that. Yep. Absolutely. I think, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. We're all in agreement. Uh, pulse rifles. Uh, they're rebalancing the. Ghost. What? Sorry, ghost. <laughs> so they're rebalancing the effect of handling stat across all pulse rif- rifles. Uh, so they're increasing the effects of handling by 5% at most of the high end. So this is going to be lightweight and adaptive frame pulse rifles, and they're reducing the effects of handling at a low end, which is, um, high impact and rapid frame. Um, so they're going to touch handling and then they're adjusting damage fall off, um, scale based on the range stat. So at zero range, um, it's going to be basically reduced by a meter, and at a hundred range, it's unchanged. Um, I don't understand that math. Like, what are they saying? At zero range, they're reducing at one meter, but at a hundred range, it's unchanged. Means you have uh, your drop off starts one meter sooner, but it doesn't get any worse at max range. Oh, got it. So. Yeah, your damage drop-off just starts a little bit sooner. Um, so adaptive frames, they're increasing the precision multiplier. Um, so a little bit higher crit damage, uh, which allows the weapon to kill guardians below four tier tier four resilience with six crits. Uh, I'm sorry, Bungie, but no one's running tier four resilience in PvP. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, honestly, like, I, I don't think it's pretty rare to see people at six or below. I think I think you're going to see most higher end people playing, you know, in that like closer to eight and ten. Uh, yeah, I just stuff. looked. My warlock is technically that low, but I put zero time into it to actually try to do a build. I just throw on my highest power uh, gear when I play on my warlock. So I would update that to make life a little bit easier for myself, but. The other two are both, yeah, nine or ten. And then uh, rapid rapid fire are getting a peace of mind is getting a base zoom reduction. Yeah, just um, peace of mind. <laughs> just Literally peace of just mind. calling peace of mind up for being a piece of shit. Yeah, and it, agreed. It, and it pulls it in with the other other rapid fires, which, I mean, the BXR feels great. So if the yeah. peace of mind just gets pulled in on the zoom. Uh, to be like a BXR, I still think it's going to be really strong. Yeah, almost certainly, yes. Yeah, it'll still be it'll still be one of the best out there for sure. Uh, the one thing that I'm kind of curious about is uh, yesteryear. I got a really good rule yesteryear, the Desperado Outlaw and all that kind of good stuff, all you nice. know, range maxed out. And uh, with with these changes, I'm curious to what that's going to feel like because I was excited when I got it and I, I I took it into you know Crucible and I hated it. I was like, man, it just jumps <laughs> everywhere. And I, to be honest, I mean, I'm not a big pulse rifle user besides sure. BXR because BXR is just awesome. Yep. Um, but yeah, I'm curious what yesteryear is going to look like with some of them really good roll years after this uh, comes out because that's an adaptive. Yeah. Okay. I was going to ask. Um, I really love the BXR and I've been using it <clears throat> pretty much my go-to in PVE right now. And then I also crafted a PVP one. Um, but it, it made me re try 
my peace of mind because I have not been able to get into peace of mind. Like it just it has not been my jam. Um, so I actually took my peace of mind, brought it to um, the Enclave today, um, re rebuilt it, um, did the enhanced perks on it. And then I played with that in private matches tonight. And it now that I now that I understand, like how to play with the BXR, I definitely like the peace of mind, but I, I think I prefer the BXR over the peace of mind. I feel like it has a better hip fire reticle, you know, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, that's a BXR. That legacy yeah. frame for the BXR that, that that's one of the the um, I guess like unique perks on it is the hip fire, just like yeah. in in Halo, right? How, how you would just basically shoot from the hip anyways with it. Yeah, how hardly would you aim in? Yeah, well, and I find that even even like the the craftable one now, like you can you can start shooting from the hip and then zoom in. Like it's it's more friendly. Um, like if need be, like if someone pops out on you, like I just, I don't know, man, it it really works well for me. I, I enjoy it in PVP. Um, but to Admiral Nips's point, I don't have a lot of kinetic. Like shotguns or SMGs that I really like, so. I don't know. Oh, that was, yeah, that was fun in the. The combo of uh, peace of mind, mind benders was fun and scrims tonight. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I, uh, I almost ran that. I was running. I was running. I was swapping between peace of mind and Ostringer, and then um, I was running uh, mind benders because I got a I got a semi decent one this week with uh, was it like slide shot, slide shot something else, snapshot maybe, something like that. And it felt it felt really consistent, like as far as shotguns go, like mine betters felt really consistent. Um, and so I was playing with Scrub earlier today and we got fucking melted by this dude running funnel web. Um, and so I was talking to him about it and he's like, you know, you, you want some with rangefinder and like ricochet and stuff like that. Or or maybe he said accurized. And I I had one sitting in my vault. I'm like, really? So I went and pulled that out and that's what I ended up running tonight. And that is. The uh, the distance on that one is pretty broken, man. Yeah, I don't I don't think I've ever gotten uh, mind benders or at least a good rolled one. But I do like the the Wastelander M5 that with the BXR is is kind of nice. I got I got like an opening shot uh, perpetual motion one. With, uh, I think, I think it was dude, let me, let me check. I think it had accurized and corkscrew maybe, but it was it is. Beautiful. I can't wait to craft one of these, but I'm still waiting on three more red borders. Yeah, I need two more. It looks like actually, oh, I have a small bore, small bore assault mag, slide shot, opening shot. I have enough. I have one that I should try out, man. Uh, I have a full choke, accurate slide shot, opening shot one. Yeah, I would definitely good. give that one a shot. Yeah, handling it, it feels really good. Too. Cool. I'll uh, I'll have to give that one a try tomorrow. Um, is Wastelander a slug? Oh, there it is. Um, no, it's lightweight. It's a light. It's a lightweight. And the one that I'm actually been using, it wasn't that one. I clicked on the wrong one. It's opening shot, perpetual motion with accurized and rifled barrel. Oh, I really like that better. Perpetual motion is best work. Pretty rad. Um, sweet. Okay, where are my notes? 
Uh, scout rifles. Um, they're reducing the damage of uh, of high impacts from 42 to 40 and crit damage from 73 to 70, saying they were too strong. I mean, besides Jade Rabbit, do you guys really run into that many pulse rifles in PvP? Scout rifles? No, not really. Nah. Or scout? Yeah, sorry, I said pulse. Nah, just the Jade. Occasionally yeah. I might have, but not really. Yeah, I mean, I feel like occasionally you'll run into someone and they will wreck shop, but usually if it's anyone, they're running Jade. Right. Um, yeah, no, the people running uh, Mida that I run into are not people who I'm afraid of running into. Yeah. And that's yeah. saying something, because I'm not a great player, so. <laughs> <laughs> I love my Mida, but Mida's a 200 RPM, so I don't think this one affects it, because. No, no, it doesn't. Uh, no. Yeah. I wish they buffed my Mida. I miss that gun. I think I still, that's probably still the gun I have the most uh, PvP kills with. From In D1, I used it a ton. I love that I mean, gun. It, there, was, there was a pretty pretty lengthy Mida meta and yeah. D1 and D2, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And that was actually one of my early videos when I started the channel. I was like, I'm going to, because I was still kind of salty and bitter about, you know, Trials of Osiris and all, like the all these new weapons that I wasn't introduced to yet. And I was just remembered the ones that were more gunplay, like Mida, Uriels and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, yeah. get blown up by something called a Jotun. Like it was driving me nuts. I was like, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to see if I could take my gun skill and match it to, you know, the current meta at the time when I just, you know, began playing again. And yeah. I was like, all right, trials of the nine versus trials of Osiris meta. Let's go. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I like it, dude. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, let's see what else. Fat arms increased the auto aim fall off distance by thirty percent across the board, so they should feel better at range. Do you guys use side arms at all? Yeah, sometimes. I do in in PV uh, like PVP. I absolutely love side arms. It's one of my favorites. I'll run usually like uh, like a void titan build and get my overshoots mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And then uh, I'll run um, a sidearm with like a sniper rifle type thing or, you know, mix it up here and there. But I, I do, I love sidearms. They're, they got, I think, one of the fastest TTKs. Ghost is really big with the peace of mind and a sidearm. He was actually rocking that tonight. And man, if you get in range with someone who is good with the sidearm, they will absolutely melt you. Uh -huh. Yeah, uh, for sure. And especially with... If you grab like four runner and then throw on a, you know, because you got the range with that and the damage, it's almost like, I mean, it's a scout. It's like a high powered scout. Yeah. Or a that, sniper. And then a sidearm, <laughs> like you, you got all your ranges pretty much covered with the right sidearm. Yeah. Yeah. Four runner is definitely strong. Um, I did go back to my D1 stats and look, and scout rifle was second to shotgun by like 400, less than 400 kills. Wow. By all time crucible numbers, and most of those were Mida kills. So, hell yeah, it was. Uh, it was definitely my D one gun. In D two, I've never given it quite the same, uh, same love. Uh, submachine guns, lightweight frames are currently overlapping too much with adaptive frames, so they're making some changes. Um. In general, they're reducing the damage fall off end, so the distance at which the damage dealt within by the weapon in hip fire reaches its lowest point, aiming down sights extends this distance by the zoom factor. So hip firing 
you'll deal less damage at range. Aiming down sights will extend it, and they're they're changing that by a meter. Uh, precision frames, they're increasing the base damage from 16 to 17 and crit damage from 22 to 24. Um, they're reducing the zoom of Shariahs and friction fire um, from 16 to 15. So they're reducing the zoom of Shariahs, which will bring in the range a little bit, but they're giving it more damage. So I still think it's going to be extremely strong. Yep. Um, yeah, it just makes it a little bit harder to uh, to wreck people from the right distances. Like challenge, you know, challenge with the Nato. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that for sure. Uh, uh, is always going to be strong. The other one on that one though, too, with precision uh, precision frames going a little bit stronger as far as the crit damage and base damage goes, is yep. NEOD. You still got a good NEOD like in in your in you know in dim or something like that. It might be worth pulling out to just kind of see how it, how it feels. Lightweights are getting a small nerf. Uh, reduced base damage from 11 to 10.85. Crit damage from 18.2 to 17.9. Um, lightweight being like what I use tonight, the uh, funnel web. Um, dude... I haven't I haven't been running funnel web like I ran I ran the precision frames all last season. Um funnel web is pretty pretty dirty. It has some really silly range to it right now and it's really strong. Always been good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh precision frame fusion rifles are they're reducing the perk that controls the recoil by 50%. So that sucks. <laughs> I'm happy about that one. Makes no difference to me. I mean, uh, you know what's going to happen. I made the comment that I'm going to go play uh, go play Shariah's or not Shariah's, go play G-Falcon on my Hunter when it comes back so I can voop, and they're probably going to nerf fusion rifles the week that they bring G-Falcon back. So we'll see We'll see how bad precision so frames feel. Obviously have some, uh, let's say, tuning issues taken care of too, so it's not going to be nearly as good as it was either. Yeah, yeah, it just depends on how they touch it, right? Because, I mean, the problem was with other supers, so if right. they don't give the, or other other players abilities so if they don't give the other player ability perks but you still get the damage buff then maybe it won't be as bad but i mean we'll see i have no problem running titan or warlock if if they wreck my fusions for the season <laughs> isn't uh was a main ingredient is a precision frame right yeah yeah uh, main ingredient and snorries it's gonna be nice to see that hopefully less crazy in the crucible yeah I, I've always loved fusions. I mean, even in D1. Um, True, I've seen it. Yeah, so that that like, I, I really loved it when they were 800s and not not the 700s that they are now. But um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Maybe I'll have to be like uh, be like Marky and and pull out one of the 900s. He always makes me feel like I always like Marky and pull out those two lines have never gone together. Yeah. <laughs> I uh I always play with him. 
I knew where you're going with that. Oh, I know. I'm uh, just continuing on explaining the joke to those who didn't get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I always play with him, and I'm like, and just watch him fucking map people as I'm dead, and he's winning the round. And I'm like, man, I should really pull out that fusion rifle. And then I like play with it, and the charge time is just so horrendous. He's so good at timing it that it just, yeah, you got to put in your work, right? Right. Yeah. I heard the Epicurean is one of the best ones for it too. Like low key, one of the best ones. I like I said, I don't. You you probably know a lot more about fusion rifles than I do. I haven't messed with it at all yet, but I'll have to I'll have to check it out. Is it craftable? Do you know? Uh, the is Epicurean. That, I want to. Yeah. It's from last season. I want to say it is. I'd have to look it up. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know it offhand. Um. Okay. Happy about this one. Glaive shield damage is being reduced. Yay! Um, yeah, from 75% to 50% on regular players. Um, unchanged on supers and PvE, it looks like. But that's good. I mean, 50% damage reduction is still a lot, but you could probably maybe kill him now. Yeah. Uh, that'll be nice running into glaives, especially with monkey. I don't. Did he play with you guys? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Did he pull out the glaive? He did. Uh, no. He not not tonight. Tonight he was running oh, um, right. uh, trace rifle all night. Oh, okay. yeah, it was actually uh, uh, TJ Ives who was running uh, glaive when I played yes. against him. So yeah, yep. monkey is nasty with the glaive, and it's yeah. it's hard to kill that guy when. When Monkey was starting to play Glaive and you could still do the Glaive skate, uh, mm -hmm. I, I was playing private matches in GDC with him that first week that he was experimenting with that and watching him fly like all the way across the map to melee you was mm -hmm. intense. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good way of putting it. Yeah. That, so, that Epicurean, by the way, is craftable. Is it? Yeah. Sweet. Uh, sniper rifles. This is interesting. So they're increasing the settle time after receiving flinch by 60%. So basically, um, so basically they're leaving flinch how it is, but it takes longer to get your reticle back. Okay. Um, and they're, I mean, they're really going for this. If you get shot first, don't peek again type of thing. Right. Um, don't tell me what to do. You're not my real dad. <laughs> no, that's understandable <laughs> for sure, though, because I, I've I've accidentally gotten good snipes. You know, like I, I, I like snipers a lot. So I was like, yeah. there's no way I should have gotten that kill. I was flinched like so high up. I shouldn't have got that kill. I was like, damn. So I get, I can see what they're doing. It, it makes yeah. sense as a sniper user too. Yeah, yeah, that's the right I, thing to do, but it makes me sad. Agreed. I put on a Cluded today when we were playing some comp, and uh, God, it was just feeling so good, man. Just like I love it when you put on a sniper and jump into PvP and just you're just hitting all your shots. Like it just it always feels so good. Um, but then when we went to play private matches tonight, I put it on for the first game and I'm like, nope, we're not <laughs> not there anymore. <laughs> Too much time has passed. <laughs> I think one of my favorites is 
like as far as that you know that satisfying feel is getting that cloud strike double kill or triple kill oh yeah oh my god man there's nothing better technical who joined us for the first time tonight just ruined me with uh his with his uh cloud strike a couple of times in the game he got me and moose and davis i think one time he got a, a full free triple and then another time he uh he got like two of us with one shot. That's just like, oh, nicely done, sir. I hate you, but nicely done. Yeah, it's a fun exotic. I love that one. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely made it feel better, too, when they buffed stuff last season. I think it was last season that I got a solid buff. Sounds right. Um, let's see. Trace rifles increase the effect the stability stat has on recoil at the low end of the stat by 10% and at the high end of the stat by 25%. So trace rifles are going to get better. And after watching Dex and Monkey and Ponch play with trace rifles tonight, um, not super thrilled about that, are you? No, no, that was that was very scary. (laughs) Running as a group, yeah, they they melted folks. Uh huh. I think there's actually a trace trace rifle that's kind of under wraps or or just not being talked about enough uh, since they have the dares of, dares of eternity ones craftable now oh, and yes. it's that, that that retrace path and I can't wait. I've been grinding it. Uh, I grinded a lot last week, but I still haven't got a red border for it. I got red borders for other things, but of course not that one because of uh, some of the enhanced perks you can get because you can get enhanced incandescent on it. Yep. And then match that with enhanced substance that'll give you 20% magazine refresh on a trace rifle. I, I feel like that's going to be real nasty. I can't wait to experiment with that one. Cool. Yeah, I, I have a roll, not with incandescent, but I, ha- I have the ammo refill on it, and that is so nice. Yeah. God, does it have incandescent? It might have incandescent. I used it a lot last season. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a good one, man. It really is. Yeah, that enhanced though, it doubles it. It goes from 10% of the magazine on a kill to 20% of the magazine. I had, oh, it was subsistence and frenzy. So it wasn't incandescent, it was frenzy. But it still like melted when I needed a needed something solar for like solar shields or whatever. Right, yep. Yeah, yeah that would awesome. be a good one to craft for sure, man. Good call. Yeah especially on a titan build and throw all them scorches out there all the scorch uh <laughs> things you just be melting everything i think yeah and now it'll be more stable and with all those you know changes a better yep. version of prometheus lens yeah yeah, yeah. I, th- I, I was still around for that one i was still around for that i got that uh what, what is oh, it the emblem laser tag yeah. yeah god that was so much fun dude that <laughs> I, I think the ttk on that weekend was like 0.3 seconds or something like that or it was silly it was how good it crazy. was. You know it was bad if they're going to give you guys an emblem for enduring that pain. Yeah. Well, oh, God, they, I had so much fun, though. The thing that was great about that was they just said, you know what we're going to do? Instead of freaking out about it this weekend, uh, we're going to put Hevzer, give it away, and everyone can play with it. Yep. That was fun. Yep. That was the right approach. Uh, let's see. Rocket launchers increase blast radius by 0.4 meters. So they're going to kill things more. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Same. Uh, let's see. Uh, mods rangefinder. They're removing the bonus aim assist for rangefinder. Yeah, probably good. Yeah, it'll be in, 
it'll be interesting to see like what effect that has. Like if if now it's better to re-roll the Ostringer with um opening shot instead of rangefinder. I don't know. Hmm. Guess we'll see. Uh Jade Rabbit? No, I mean I don't I I, I want to play with it. We'll see. See how much it actually matters. Right. Uh Jade Rabbit reduced Amosis by 20. That is I'm okay with that. Yep. yep. Um Lord of Wolves. Lord of Wolves. So they are reducing uh ADS accuracy penalty from 10 to 3 they're removing the 25% universal uh, oh this is when release the wolves is active right. so so they're removing the 25% universal base damage buff they added 40% additional pve buff they removed the 50% critical hit multiplier penalty and they added full auto <laughs> so they're hoping that it that the release of wolves will be inaccurate enough that it won't dominate PvP, um, but it will be accessible now in PvE without having to get right next to the boss. The one thing on this one, we, it's gonna like uh, they added full auto as an intrinsic, aren't yeah. they? Taking that, I was curious about that one because. I, I believe it was the last 12 12 before they were talking about like, you know, changing, replacing those like on no time to explain and a few other exotic weapons and replace them with something else. I think Traveler's chosen. So they're adding that as a perk. Like I was curious if that was a, a mistype or if they haven't thought that one through. You no, I mean, yeah, no, I, I, I hear what you're saying. I, I don't know. I guess they're just running with it, man. I mean, they're making they're making other changes to full auto as well, like just allowing you to apply it to other types of weapons. So maybe they just felt like this was one that was okay to have it. Right, but it's going to be an accessibility option to where you can add it. You can just check the box, and everything's full auto now. So, well, maybe because it says specifically when release of the wolves is active, maybe. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Oh, yeah, because it does say when it's active. So maybe it's only full auto when you have that active. Interesting. So you can't control it as easy, perhaps. That's the only thing I could think of. Maybe. I, You know, man, I have so little time with that weapon. Um, I never I never really put it in my builds. Like, it just never was a go-to for me. So I guess I can't really speak on it. I will be very uh, interested to see how they, how that all meant plays out with the accessibility as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I don't want full auto on everything, but I definitely want full auto on some things. And I think that's the reason because I know a lot of people have been confused about that because they said it's an accessibility option, but we're going to leave the mod in there. I think that's specifically for if you're running your build and you got say uh, a sniper on the top or in your kinetic slot and a sub on the bottom or something like that. And you don't want to just put full auto on everything, you know, right. you, so I could just like throw that on a certain weapon or whatever. Not a sub's a bad example because they're obviously full auto, but shotgun or something, you know, for yeah. example. So like not everything is full auto. You can have that accessibility option off and just have your primary or your 
your secondary. Yeah. Makes total sense. Yeah, totally. Uh, no time to explain. Reducing the recoil direction stat from 90 to 73, so it's going to kick to the side more. Reducing aim assist from 45 to 40. So a little bit harder to use, a little bit more, less vertical recoil. Um, I mean, I'm fine with that. I feel like No Time to Explain has had its time in the sun. It's okay Agreed. for other things to come forward. Yep. And then uh, Risk Runner is getting a big nerf, I think. They're reducing damage uh, versus in PvP from 50 to 15. Um. I thought we were going to see a lot more Risk Runner in PvP this season, um, but it really has not been a huge, huge thing. I mean, I saw it a lot the first couple weeks, but it seems like people just moved on from it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that that was a super necessary nerf to that weapon. Because no. it's just, it's so unique. It's, 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 you have to get arc damage, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't, I don't know where that's coming from um, because it's not, dominant in pvp but i guess it is what it is uh let's see so in the future they are looking at special ammo for um uh linear fusions uh auto aim reduction flinch tuning that's cool machine guns um trying to make them better in pvp um trying to reduce the difference between them and other heavies in PvP or PvE and make them less punishing to use for ag clearing, which is cool. I could, I'd be okay with machine guns getting some light day. Yeah. Um, and then they're removing a damage penalty to DMT. So, but that's in the future, not, not necessarily right off the bat. So, and not, not next week when the rest of the stuff drops out. So, yeah, and that's that's about all I took on the twab. Any uh, any other thoughts, guys, before we move on? Uh, not for me. I I'm excited to give it a shot for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, there's definitely like there's definitely some changes, and I think I think Bungie's done a pretty good job of play testing stuff. I feel like some of the changes that they've made have been pretty solid. So I'm okay with it. I always assume something will get a little bit uh, overtuned or undertuned in this mm, original. Yeah. When they make this many changes, but nothing like if they break something that makes it so annoying. Spoiler alert! I'll just play PVE because I'm probably playing PVE anyways and not PVP, so I'm not going to worry about it too much. But I have been enjoying PVP while we've been playing lately. I think scrims have been a big part of that. But even today, when we ran a couple of games together, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I definitely I'm happy that we're doing private matches again. I think we might even I don't know. I was thinking I, we'll, we'll have to talk to the GDC guys, but maybe we'll we'll figure out some sort of like cross Discord PVP league or something in the future. That would be super fun. Yeah. We Ra- Rob and I used to run those a lot in D1 in the beginning of D2. Um you know, it just you get it get big enough, and there's issues with scheduling and and stuff like that. So we switched to private matches because it's easier for people to not have to be committed every week. But I don't know, man. Private matches are kind of giving me the itch to run PvP league again, at least for a couple it's a of weeks. Lot, but yeah, I don't mind. 
Yeah. I'll, I'll help any way I can if you guys need it. Awesome. Thanks, man. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, oh, hey. So Kingsley Mac came on uh, earlier this week. Was it this week? Late last week? Yeah, it was, uh, it was late last week, but I think we released it early this week. Yeah, and uh, we did a What's Your Meta with uh, his Warlock build. And uh, shout out to Dropkick. He tried it out and had a lot of luck with it in control. He was really enjoying it in PvP. Um, I tried out Kingsley's build after after chatting with him, and uh, it definitely is a, is much better for high end or um, like end game content. Like I, I I purposely put on his build, and then I also went back to the unlimited everything warlock build, and. And, you know, it was pretty spot on to what we were talking about on the show. But if it's if it's like a simple strike, you could totally run the unlimited everything build. And and as long as you get the combination right, you just have nades for days. But um, I definitely feel like that that end game content, like I reset up the build based on what he was saying. And it just dude, the survivability is silly with (laughs) that, that warlock build. Like I always had an out. That's um, awesome. Yeah, and I really like that. And and having the the mobility of Icarus Dash too definitely helps. So, so anyways, it's not thanks, just Drop- a PVE perk or PVP perk, Icarus Dash. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So so it's awesome that Kingsley dropped that knowledge on us, and I appreciate Dropkick giving us some feedback about having some luck with it. I'm glad people are trying it out and enjoying those episodes. I think. Uh, I think we'll have to get native on here on one of these weeks and have him give us a good Titan build too. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um, we ran the prophecy dungeon with Hazel on Sunday. Was it Rob? Uh, yeah. Friday, Saturday. Friday, Saturday. No, it was Friday cause they were recording. So, Oh, okay, yeah. Night. Yeah. Cause he was recording with Gator in their episode and ran it with us. Yeah, it was funny because I'm 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 listening to the show and I'm not all the way through it yet, but I'm at a part where they get to questions and like Gator asked him something and he's like, Oh yeah, sorry, I, I just got an invite for something. And I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, that's me messaging you like, hey, you wanna help us run a run a pinnacle? And he's like, uh, I don't have a mic. Does that have is that a problem? And my message back to him was Rob said that we don't need microphones. <laughs> <laughs> basically i knew hazel knew what he was doing and i was like i'll just explain to fluffy because he and i can talk and we'll be fine i, yeah. I think the same thing happened too with uh rodimus while he was recording because i ended up also yeah. hitting him up because we needed one more i think we were just doing king's fall or something and then somebody else was like oh no he, he's recording he's recording <laughs> uh, that doesn't really necessarily stop the man yeah Oh. Hazel has a unique ability, I think, to podcast well and play games. Uh, there's no way I could do it. Me neither. No, yeah. I mean, I, I so. could, yeah, I could talk, but it would be very, uh, it would be a pretty shitty podcast. <laughs> I, uh, today uh, we were playing, right? And you had to step away for a call. And while you stepped away, Sin sent me a message saying, hey, uh, you want to help us finish off a Sherpa run? It was him and Kingsley and it was like somebody who didn't have a mic and somebody who was deaf. And so we hopped in and they were at Oryx and we gave it a couple of runs. And then Sin's like, 
oh shit, I gotta go get my kids. My wife has uh, reminded me that she doesn't want them in the room while she's uh, doing her lesson planning. So he, he disappeared for like 20 minutes. I'm like, okay, so whatever. It was a failed run. I hopped in. We gave it two good shots. I figured out what was going on with my game chat, the thing that screwed us up the other day when we were running with Davis, and I couldn't. Oh, yeah. I could see, yeah, so I got that taken care of. I had to go into Xbox Game Bar to change some settings around there to make it work. Okay. Um, so I was like, thought nothing of it. I went over to the uh, the laundry room and started folding laundry, and like 20 minutes later, like, hey, you want to give it another shot? We're getting all We're getting all the gang back together. And I was like, all right. And then we got it done on like the third shot, so I got got a few more extra Sherpas added to the list. Uh, but that was a nice little easy clear. Get my bought my red border gun at the end, so I'm feeling good about that. Nice. So defiance is already done. Now we're working on our smite of marine. I really want the hand cannon next. I got my defiance. Need to get that kill clip. Uh, Was it kill clip rampage? If I liked hand cannons more, I'd probably prioritize it, but I'm just not good with hand cannons, so I just don't even worry about it. Yeah. Um, sweet, man. That's I think that's all I have destiny wise. Uh Native, you have anything else that you want to touch on? Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, as far as weapons I want to get from King's Hole is Defiance of Yasmin for sure. I think I'm one or two away from getting that one. Yeah. And I, I can't wait to, to get that one. Cause I think you get, you can get snapshot opening shot and that's going to be fun in trials. Yeah, dude. I, you know, I have, I mean, that it's such a good combo. Uh, that's, that's what my included is snapshot opening shot. And I played a shitload of, uh, Iron Banner to get that. Although I will say I crafted a beloved with moving target snapshot. And uh moving target is uh not too shabby. And on a sniper rifle. Yeah. It's uh that was a that was a suggestion from um Scrub and one of the guys he was playing with. Uh or that we were playing, I think we were playing trials with. Oh, but Defiance has enhanced opening shot, enhanced snapshot, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It does have an enhanced moving target as well in the second column. So oh, I, it does I, have. I, I could, you could do yeah. this, the snapshot, enhanced snapshot, enhanced moving target. Yeah. So your accuracy cone gets bigger. So with opening shot, with your your accuracy cone gets bigger. And the growth of the cone is bigger, but your aim assist is plus 20 and range is plus 25. With moving target, you get plus 10 aim assist. And then you get a 3% movement speed reduction. So it feels like you get much more. I mean, you get way more aim assist and range with opening shots. So maybe that is the better move. Yeah, I guess we'll we'll see, right? Yeah, someday. <laughs> if I get them, I'll craft them both, and I'll let you know. Let let us know how it feels. Yeah, yeah. Where's mine at? Mine's at level nine right now, so I need to use mine more to get it up there. You'll definitely beat me to that then, because I'm not there yet. Yeah, I think I'm I at just like three or four. Yeah, I need one more. I was just looking four or five. 
Yeah. I, I well running running nightfalls all week hasn't hasn't allowed me to really level up those weapons at all. I've had to actually put on weapons for killing things instead of just running my BXR and Yasmin everywhere. So but yeah, I should I should put time into that. That I do like the scope on that one too. The the Yasmin has a really I like the scope on it. Yeah, it's a good one. That's yeah. that's basically the reason I like it as much as I do is because of the scope. Yeah, it's just different. Um, cool, cool. Let's see what else we got. Uh, anyone play any other games this week? Uh, no. Uh, actually, I, I tried Fall Guys for the first time last night. Oh yeah, what do you and think? I, I didn't even remember downloading it to be honest with you. I was like, oh, look at that. Let me let me give it a shot. It was it was cool. It looks like a a fun little game to play, I guess, here and there. Um, it, yeah, like like maybe if you're just having fun with some buddies, hanging out, not really paying too much attention, I think it, it's probably cool. But not for me. I already uninstalled it. <laughs> I uh, I have it. My my kiddos really love it, um, and they can play it on Switch, and I can play it on PC. So it's definitely it's one of those games where. I will play it when they're playing, but I don't. I won't play it by myself. Yeah, um, no, I see that. It seems like a great one for kids, except for younger kids being introduced into gaming. Perfect. Yeah. Well, and and back when it was just on PC before it was crossplay, like I, I would play to earn materials for my daughter so she could shop when she got when she wanted to play, like to to like boost the amount of things she could buy in the store and stuff, but. I don't know, man. It's a it's one of those mindless games, right? Yeah. You know, it's it's like playing like a Tetris or something like that. You know, it's where you can just kind of zone out and do stuff. Uh, that's also really cool. You have your daughter. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, no, I was just saying that's awesome. You do that for your daughter so she can have fun and shop. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Well, and the dude, the fine part was, I mean, I, you know, that was. That was before they got it on the switch because it was kind of her main her main game. Um, they switched up the currency when they went cross play. So like all the stuff that she had been saving and like collecting from wins and stuff like all became worthless. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's kind of shady. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. We had fun. That's all that matters. It is all that matters. Mm hmm. The friends we made along the way. <laughs> and the DLCs we bought. Uh, let's if see what money else. Money comes and money goes, I guess. Money, <laughs> money comes and money goes. Friends with Golf, um, I played that for the first time last weekend with my buddies, and that was a blast. That was the one that what? we actually tried to stream. Uh, friends, uh, Golf with Friends, I think it's called. Really? I haven't even heard of this. Yeah, Golf with Friends, and it's just a fun, silly kind of like mini golf type game and it gets kind of crazy on certain maps but you just you know it's regular golf mini golf but it was a lot of fun and we we talk a lot of smack to each other you know we've known each other for a while and so it was it was definitely fun it's funny because i googled golf with friends and it's like the google images are like a mixture of like game shots and then just random people out golfing in real life yeah. <laughs> uh so i was a little bit confused because like I'll, I'll like see like kind of like a pixelated like um you know like 
picture, not pixelated, but you know what I mean? Like a like a not super high resolution game, right? Because it's go- it's it's a golf game. It's not meant to be realistic looking. Yeah, no, it's a, it's definitely a silly miniature golf game with some crazy mechanics in it. And it's just just a fun time. Like, it, that's all it really is. It's free on Game Pass, too, if you're on Xbox. Yeah, well, that's cool. Those games can be a lot of fun, man. Those silly, like. You know, putt putt type of games and stuff like that, like that's it looks like you, a good time. I think you need those to, like, take a break from the grind sometimes, you know, of Destiny 2. Just a, a, a break real quick. Like, I'm going to just have some fun. Not saying Destiny 2 ain't fun, but sometimes it can get grindy. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, and, and if you're just trying to hang out with friends, man, too, like, it's 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 fun to, to not have to be sweaty. Like, last night, um, my wife has been sick the past couple days, so... Last night she was going to go to bed early and I hadn't planned on gaming. I was going to hang out with her. And um, so I was like, oh, shit. Well, I guess I'm playing games tonight. And I initially like went on. I'm like, does anyone want to like, you know, farm master or GM Nightfalls? And TJ was like, yeah, I'll, I'll farm a GM with you. And this is a couple hours before I was going to get on. And as I'm getting closer to playing, I'm like, do I really want to like struggle through a gm for like an hour or do i just want to get on and like not think about stuff and just kind of play and have fun and goof around and so i hit him up i'm like hey uh let's try the gm once or twice but if it sucks let's just uh let's bounce because Lightblade is probably one of the worst gms this season great and uh it worked out great because TJ hit me up like 15 minutes before we were going to play. And he's like, I signed up for a raid for tomorrow and they moved it to tonight. So I can't do a GM. And I'm like, well, that's great because I didn't want to sweat anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Point being, it's it's good to not have crazy stressful game nights all the time. Yeah. But at the same time, I at least for me, I feel like I got to make the most use of my time when I'm, when I'm playing. So I want to mm-hmm. be as efficient as possible. So when I get on, um, working builds or I'm doing pinnacles, I'm doing this, I'm trying to, you know, like the, the limited amount of time we have, even though we want to have fun, I feel like there's that other thing in the back of my head. It's like, no, we need to get, get shit done basically, you know? Yeah. yeah that makes sense. Well, but the difference being that you have a channel, like, so you're, you have content to think about, right? So like you're, you're getting on, but you have to like kind of make progress on stuff that you're going to talk about or get materials to help build things that you want to talk about or whatever. Whereas I just have free time until I have to go to bed (laughs) (laughs) and and a full vault and like, you know, eight years of playing or whatever, seven years of playing. So (laughs) that makes sense. I mean, you guys make content right here though. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean, some college content, some just others kind of just just hanging out, doing our two, thing. Two, <laughs> two fools with the microphone. <laughs> what we do. <laughs> uh, I love it, to be honest. I, I didn't start listening until recently, and mm-hmm. I'll be listening to every episode. You guys will hey, be on, 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 the, on the regular, you know, especially on my commutes. Thank you. I appreciate it. We try and try and have fun, right? That's the whole that's the whole thing we're going for is we just want to have fun with our, our endeavors. Like that's the whole point of playing for us is we need to have fun with it or else it's not worth it. Yeah. And you know, 
I think keeping it kind of random too, like we have nights like tonight where we really like dive into destiny and talk about destiny almost the entire time. And then there's other shows where we might say that we played it, but don't like talk about the twab or, you know, it's just, it's, I think having it kind of be open format like that keeps it a little bit more unique too. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I think it's awesome. Well, thank you. We did something. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I will say before, before we do that, uh, we do have the fitness contest uh, going on this week. Um, It started this week. Um, as with any of our fitness things, guys, it is free to join. If you didn't make it week one, you know what? You can still join week two or week three. Uh, where are we doing the six weeks? I think we're doing six weeks. Um, I mean, the idea is we just want people to get out there and be active. Uh, you know, we, we started our fitness journey a while back with dad tales and it changed our lives for the better. And I know people like Panda and H, um, you know, Dropkick's doing awesome. Uh, Bit Dead uh, lost a bunch of weight, gotten and running. Like all these, all these people in our community are benefiting from changing stuff up. So um, it's fun to run these contests. I think we did. I think we did an okay job with this one. I mean, we're kind of doing a test run, right? We. We talked about how we're doing the numbers and the multipliers. We ran some different scenarios to see if people of all walks of life could compete and have fun with it. And I don't know. We'll see what happens and make adjustments next time. But it's going and people should jump in. As a professional sandbagger over here. uh, This week has not been not been great for the old numbers, if you will. Uh, Weight-wise or just getting out and distance? Just getting out and doing stuff. It's just been busy. And now it's going to be cold, which is even better. <laughs> I uh, I feel you, though, man. Like, I, I wanted to run today, and um, it was supposed to be my speed work day, and my knees are still shot from, from putting down a lot of miles earlier this week. So I was like, do I really need to push it, or should I rest one more day and push it tomorrow? So, um. You know, you just got to roll with the punches, right? It is what it is. Yeah. Um, Punch is life. Point being, join up. Even if you don't like running or biking, even if you like walking, there's a few people that have joined the contest that are literally just counting their steps every day and walking. Yeah. I'm one of them. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, it, it just might give you a little motivation to do things differently, change it up. I don't know. Feels good to be healthy, right? From time to time, oh. at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so jump in, hit us up, DM me, whatever you want to do. Um, we we welcome you with open arms. Come, come join us for this, and yeah, let's uh, log some distance. I'll have to check that out too. I just started getting back into the gym. Yeah, just recently, like uh, last week. So, trying to break myself, my body back into it. Yeah, I oh. dude. I mean. I feel like someone who has a military background, you at least have have had to hit that uh, push your body to the limit type of uh, scenario. So, so you know, you know that feeling. I'm guessing. 
Absolutely. Yeah, I'm paying for how many times I push my body to the limit, though. I, I'm, I'm a little <laughs> bit older. I'm 35 now. So, you know, I had surgery on my knee, my back. I mean, so it, I just got to try to slowly break myself into it. That was the problem I've been having since I got out the army uh, about five yeah. years ago. Like yeah. I just I chilled for way too long and then I try to get back into it, acting like I was in the same shape that I was before. <laughs> and nope. I was destroyed for a couple of weeks, you know, so oh, that's, so that's the one thing that I would give advice to those out there that you don't want to get back into it. Just do it gradually, you know, yep. take, take your time at it. Your body's not the same. It was before, you know, and I, I had to learn the hard way a few times thinking I was Superman again. Yeah. yeah I mean, just, oh, go ahead. Now, I was just going to say, you got you to go slow and you got to build your foundation, right? Yep, Absolutely. It's easy though. Like that's the nice part about it is, especially if you're like running, might be a little bit different because I I wouldn't know because I don't run because I'm not trying to be the best at, you know, I try to be the best at real sports, not like calisthenics. Um, no, uh, but <laughs> but for lifting, it comes back really quickly, right? It's you know, you go slow, you add five pounds, you add a rep the next t- session, and progressive overload gets kicks you out pretty quickly until you start hitting actual plateaus. So. That's the nice part about lifting that I've always found is I can be a piece of shit for months at a time and I show back up and a month later I'm starting to get within like 20 pounds of where I actually want to be for, you know, weight and reps. Yeah, um, that's good. Yeah. Well, conveniently, strength is the last thing to go when it comes to physical fitness. Like you see guys like Nick Best out there still competing in strongman events at 54, 55 years old. So you know, your lungs might go, your speed might go, but your strength will still hang around. That's why all those uh, strongmen guys are, you know, even even the really good ones are still in their 30s when they start hitting their stride and they can do it up into their 40s because that stuff sticks around. I saw an article today. There was like a dude who was in his 70s who just completed the uh, Pacific Coast Trail. By himself, you know. That's amazing. I, I just yeah. looked that up. I learned about that the first time about a month ago. Like from border to border, right? That's that one. Uh from like Pacific, Mexico to, to yeah, uh, yeah. Canada border. Yeah, to Canada. Yeah. That's crazy. There's there's yeah, a there's a there's a YouTube tour. Uh I, I saw a YouTube video where the dude did the time lapse at every mile and you could just see his transformation from when he started to when he ended. And it was, I mean, you saw the beard grow out. You saw him just get, you know, <laughs> his cheeks sucked in. He was a little bit pudgy at first. And then it was crazy. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple of like really gnarly trail systems like that. Um, you have that one. You have the North Country, which goes from New York to North Dakota uh, across the top part of the United States. You have Superior, which is like 300 miles along Lake Superior from Canada through Minnesota down to Wisconsin. You have the Appalachian. Um, there's some really crazy long trail systems out there. Um, maybe I can win the lottery and I can run all of them. I'd be okay with right? that. Yeah, no. yeah. Got to actually buy a ticket, but. Oh, that's where I keep fucking up. All right. And the next time you can go buy it, and first, first time, bam, winner. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works for everybody. Okay, I'll do that. I'll have to do that next time. <laughs> uh, all right, let's uh, let's add some music and uh, we can grab some sleep. Fan of that. 
Uh, I like how Ben tomorrow is carrying stuff up and downstairs all day again. So there you go. Lift with your back. Um, I always give my wife shit about lifting with her back because she's really, really bad about lifting with her legs. Mm. And uh, she was, God, I forget what she was doing. She was doing something the other day and she fucked up her back so bad because she was lifting with her or she, she moved like four or five heavy things and she had been fine for the first few. And the last one, she just didn't do her form and just totally lifted with her back and just destroyed herself. And I'm like, yeah, man. You can get yeah, away these, with lifting with your back as long as you don't twist. But as soon as you add just like the tiniest bit of twist to it, you're like, well, now I'm wrecked. <laughs> I think about that because uh, winter is coming and that means it's shoveling season. And mm. I can usually do pretty okay until I do one bad twist. And then I'm like, well, now I'm just going to lay in the snowbank and die. Thanks. Yeah, I know. I, I'm. Not looking forward to it, man. I looked at the uh, the forecast for tomorrow morning, and we're supposed to get snow already. So that hurts. It'll it'll melt, but still, yeah, it does hurt a little. Still a little early. All right, what's Ben got for us? He has Phantom Bays. Quit playing the blues. Got it. All right, uh, Native. What do you got for me? Uh. Let's see or i can come back to you i'll go with uh another like a motivational song that I, i've always liked um it's sunshine featuring anthony hamilton by uh twista got it Ooh, there's two different versions uh exact same time so i'm guessing one's probably just a single okay admiral nips what do you got for me Oh, let's go with Punching in a Dream by The Naked and Famous. Off the album Passive Me, Aggressive You. Which I like. Got it. And what did I pick? I picked Below the Heavens Part 1 by Blue. Ooh, exciting. Um... It's a it's a good one. There's actually a part one and a part two from that album. Um, it's a good album, though. It's one of those one of those hip hop albums where you can put it on and listen to the whole thing. Uh, it's by Blue and Exile. Fifty three uh, minutes left in day three. All? Oh, yeah. Did I just mess it up, though? I no, I did so. not. Nope. We're good. So yeah, 353 songs, 23 hours and seven minutes. Getting close. <laughs> I can't wait for uh, day four. Yeah, yeah. By the way, I know I know Admiral Nip said something about this last week, I believe, but uh, if you're listening to the show, start thinking of a song or two that you like. Once we get closer to the day four playlist, maybe in a week or two, we're going to start asking people for suggestions. Um, so we have time to listen to them and, uh, we'll pick some of the good ones to start off the next playlist with. Yeah, I thought I had remembered you putting something from that album on before and it was a day one song. You put cold hearted on the playlist. Cold hearted. Yeah. From that same album. So same album. Yep. Yep. Awesome. All right. 
Um, Native, can we, uh, can we have you uh, give us the rundown on your channel and where to find you and all that stuff again? Uh, yeah. So just on, on YouTube, if you search Native Raiders, spelled N8IV space R8R, it should pop up. And then I'm also on Twitter at the same, the same thing. Awesome. And I did update the, uh, the channel. So it's more friendly. It's a streaming slash videos. So by all means, man, whenever you got new videos, um, throw them in there so we can check them out. Uh, do not hesitate at all. Um, it's always good to have more content like that. And, you know, as a community, we'd, we want to support our people. So I will. Thank you. I appreciate that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to that. And then, uh, in a couple weeks, um, we're going to have to get you on for a what's your meta too, uh, and talk some Titan builds. Okay. So that'll be a lot of fun. Is it, is it, yeah. how does that work? I like, I heard the one with Kingsley for a little bit, but I was mm-hmm. also busy doing stuff. So I got a little sidetracked, but I know you, it was, is it one build? Is it a couple builders? How does it work? Yeah. So we're still kind of figuring it out, but the goal is to talk for 30 minutes or less. So like not do a podcast like this, um, you know, we do our best to try not to add in our own stories and stuff like yeah. that. But, you know, it is what it is. Right. Uh, but the idea is to just do like a quick hit, like talk about a build that you're using in Destiny or a build that you think people should know about or, you know, just something that's working really well that that needs to be highlighted and just throw it out there um, just to give people like just some additional stuff to play with you know that that was kind of the concept behind it so um because we can only have one guest on a week but there's so much stuff to talk about in the game and the the meta is always changing you know now we're getting updates mid-season pretty regularly so it just gives us the ability to get something else out there for people yeah that's an awesome little show segment thing i think that's that's really cool thanks man it's been working out pretty well and we've done a really good job of not going too long either which i'm proud of us for yeah you always got to add your guys's ad lib and your guys's stories because i think that's what makes it unique and makes it fun <laughs> to listen to also yeah well we do what we can <laughs> <laughs> well i really do appreciate you having me. um mm-hmm. it's been fun getting to chat with you and obviously we expect to talk to you a whole lot more in the near future. Absolutely. Yeah, man, for sure. I can't wait. I can't wait and get on some games with you guys too. Fluffy, I think I did a King's Fall with you. I think that was one of my yes. first ones too, which was awesome. And yep. you guys were so helpful. Yeah. Wait, Fluffy you know, was it's, helpful? It, <laughs> it's or funny were, were there because... other people helpful there? There was I, other people helpful. Yeah, there was, there was other, of course. Okay. Yeah. I, just wanted to, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't Fluffy leading the blind. Mm, I was pretty sober that raid. Um, cause it wasn't our raid team. So I, it was actually like competent. I was not like incoherent. Um, no, it was funny dude, because, uh, I didn't tell you this, but, uh, we did that raid and I had, I, I knew that you were doing YouTube videos. So I checked out your YouTube video. I was like, dude, I really like his YouTube video. Like dude has a good voice. Like he's charismatic. Like it's just, it's, it's content that you can watch. Right. Cause not everyone has that ability to like, make a YouTube video, have a voice that you want to listen to and, and be able to like put their words in a way. So it's actually like entertaining and informative. And so I was like, I was like, we need to get him on the show. Um, 
And so like I had a note to get you on the show and then you're on on Guardian Downcast and I listened to that and I'm like, all right, all right, now we definitely need to make this happen because because <laughs> like it was a good raid night. I was like, oh, this dude's cool because, yeah, that was our first time hanging out or do playing games or whatever. So that's awesome. Thank you so much, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad it worked out. A brief two second story from today's raid, by the way. Uh, Mr. Monkey from GDC was in there and he's like, mm-hmm. man, I'm a little bit nervous because Nips is in here and everyone says he's a grumpy raider. And I'm like, God damn it. I was just <laughs> grumpy with people I know. <laughs> you like That's four or five raids to learn before I start yelling at you. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's fun. <laughs> uh, all right, boys. Well, everyone, thank you for listening. And uh, till next time. Check out Raiders YouTube.